<laughs> and that's how we end season two. <laughs> yeah, sorry, but uh, I'm kind of I'm half focused right now. <laughs> I need all your focus, Mister Paul Stewart. That's pretty much summed up the 2020 season. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Pretty much, yeah. No, and not that. Pretty sums up UK Cowboys TV. UK, it's like you know, like people do a review. UK Cowboys TV. Whoop. Oh. <laughs> Yes, everybody, welcome. It is nine, so that means it's UK Cowboys time here in the UK. It is season two, episode 130, so that means it is the end of season two. Doesn't mean that it's the end. We are back right next week, but it is going to take, we're going to take the shiny wrapping off the new show. It is all new stuff to come. It's looking very tasty. Very, very tasty. But I'm going to need your help at home, everybody, because I am outnumbered. I'm the only Welshman versus three Scotsman. I know there's probably a joke in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> but this know your, week, know we... your place. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we're all Celts. We're all the Celtic tribe. We all wear Celts. Um, but this week we have uh, with us, we've got uh, the senior cinnamon stick. And, of course, <laughs> we've got... Mr. Buckfast himself. Yeah, it is uh, yeah, to talk about. <laughs> We're talking all about another week of uh, Cowboys news and then looking at the 53-man roster. Try and get some ideas from yourselves as well. Tell us what you think. Um, but anyway, enough of me babbling on. How are you guys? How are you feeling? Nervous as fuck right now because I've got the Celtic game out right now. <laughs> but other than yeah. that, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Other than that, I'm good. Well, I apologise now in case there's any Tourette's outbursts in the middle of the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Full disclosure warning, everyone. If you see me reacting to something pure spontaneous of me swearing, then it's watching the soccer game of Celtic versus AC Altmar. So I do apologise. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, as I say, it is the end of season two. Um, so before we go into the news and updates... Just need to say to everybody who's joined us uh, during this season from the start, the first season, uh, the first episode of season two, we were hitting some snags. We hit some snags, but we got there in the end. Um, we managed to put it all together and figure it out. And then, of course, there was the I, I don't think we're ever going to top the 24 hour show, are we? Have you ever going to suggest 48 hours, 72 hour Mike? No, you're, it's not happening. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> no, we do. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. Uh, and the most important thing was you guys at home uh, and invited us into your homes. It was brilliant. It was amazing. We loved it. Uh, and talking to you giving us your opinions, your thoughts, the rights, the wrongs, and all the rest of it. Um, but yes, next week, you will see it all different, all new, all singing, all dancing. And we've got some extra segments coming in on both uh, the post and the pregame show. So lots to look at. Same as usual, though, we'll be getting all the usual regular guests coming on, try and get some uh, former Cowboys players as well. So there's all that to come up. Um, should be fun uh, And there's a couple of competitions Just throw that in for good measure um, But as we do 
every show, we start with the news and updates. So I'll start off by saying in the vote this week, we put a vote out. Will Nick Ralston make the final 53? Yes. 56% of you said yes. Very interesting. Uh, We are going to talk about the 53 in a little bit. Um, So, of course, make sure uh, you tell us who you think is going to make the roster. Maybe there's a name we mentioned and you disagree with it. That's fair enough. Uh, But in some other news, Dak officially throw in. Uh, Seven on seven and 11 on 11. In fact, earlier on today, looking at it, in 11 on 11 drills, he threw 12 times and completed 11 of them. Uh, One of them was a bad pass. Go on, you go for it, mate. No, I, I was going to say that the 11th pass was battered at the line. It was a safety yeah. blitz or something like that. And I think it was... Uh, K- uh, no, it wasn't KZ because he's he's in COVID. Um, I think it was M- M- Makramu who has Mukwamu. just been reactivated. Mm-hmm. And uh, he got his hand up and battered it down. So um, it's good to see him back out there. And I mean... You, you saw the pass to Cooper. You, um, you saw the pass to Jarwin as well down the sideline as well. He's he's looking as if he's back on form now. Yeah. Admittedly, you don't have the first string safeties in at the moment because, you know, as we'll get on to, the, we seem to be suffering a little bit um, from a, a wee bit of an outbreak. Um, yes. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll cut into that then. So there's been seven players this week who have been caught with the Rona. It did mean because they're not in and they don't count to the roster, when the Cowboys had to cut down from 80 to 85, the reason that we haven't seen uh, many of those players go is because of the, the, the COVID players. They don't count. Although they did make one cut, Rico Dowdle has gone to IR. Um, ironically, I was going to talk about him during the Houston game. He actually ended up with that average of 5.3 yards per carry, the best out of all the running backs. But I think for him, the fumbles came into play, and that's really yeah, yeah what caused him to have to uh, not make that cut in the end. Yeah. Uh, as you mentioned, Israel Mukwamu, um, he came back. One of the reasons Rico went to IR was to make a spot for him. But also Greg Zerline came off pup this week. He's officially back in and kicking. That means there's only two players on the Cowboys roster now going into the season on pup. That's Tristan Hill and uh, Golston. I mean, I don't know. I think they're going to carry them for that seven-week period into the season and see where we go. Uh, The new kicker that we had from... um, Going back from the CFL, he's going back. He's been waived, so that was his day in the sun done. Uh, they also <laughs> short-lived. Uh, they also had four players come in, uh, mostly defensive tackles. Two we've mentioned on this show before. One was PJ Hall. The other one was Daylon Mack, um, who, if you remember, two years back, played in the East-West uh, Shrine Gang, Sean. So they invited him to the senior bowl. Sean again. Um, so we don't know what's going on there. Um, there has been no other news about what they did with those players. Uh, they went from AE down, uh, sorry, from AE A five down to AE. Next is they got a cut down to fifty three. Um, so there's a preseason game on the 29th. The Cowboys play the last preseason game of the season, which is a bit 
odd because they played the first preseason and they played the last and they played the first regular season game. So a very weird scheduling. Uh, by the 31st of August, which is be next week's show, we'll know who the final 53 is because that's when they have to cut them. Um, the only other news then was Donovan Wilson, groin injury. Trayvon Diggs, he's off ill. Um, and as you said, Mukwamu, he's back off COVID. These are updates uh, since we spoke last. Um, but yes, we are going to look at the Houston game, look at the studs and duds on that game, uh, and then we'll get into some 53 talk. Um, but first of all, I get your thoughts, guys, on the, the Houston game. Anything in particular, just in general, over that game that stood out for you guys? I think that I think the defense has um, had a storming game. I mean, you, you consider that the whole game, the points off turnovers. Obviously, um, I think it was seventeen points came off turnovers, mm-hmm. including the including the pick six. Um, you yeah. know, everything else. That means we basically gave them a a a, a gimme uh, field goal kick um, to get their. To, to, so we only gave up three points the whole game from the defense in, in mm-hmm. terms of a long sustained drive. Um, it bodes. I, I mean, yes, it, you know that that was a quarter. That was a, almost a half, I think, with the first defense. So you know that that bodes well, for, I think, for the year. And even mm-hmm. even the sort of second and third strings that we're playing in the second half. I mean, that hopefully gives you a little bit of hope. Um, and it shows that you know if Dan Quinn is incapacitated for a long time, Joe Wett, who was another name for the defensive coordinator job, yeah, he he stepped in quite well, and um, you know I don't think there was much of a a drop off at all. So yeah, that is true. What about you, Greg? What just stands out generally, just in the general narrative of that game for you? Uh, three interceptions from Ben Denici. <laughs> Yeah, that is let's, a big talking not, point. Let's not be around the bush. He's done. I I think he's. Yeah, I think there is no chance Ben Denucci makes the roster. I agree. My pet hate with that whole game, I kind of felt as though it was a big, massive experiment going wrong. Where it comes to the quarterback, I felt there was an unfair distribution towards the quarterbacks, and in a way, I I don't know what you guys think, but I thought it was kind of a wee bit unfair on Blaine Gabbert. Uh, so no blame Gilbert. Uh, Gilbert uh, I can't even blame the season. Yeah, Garrett, Garrett, Garrett Gilbert. Yeah. Garrett Gilbert. I'll help you yeah. out, mate. I'll help you out. Right. So it was basically the number of snaps he had, I think it was like nine total snaps he played. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think there was only a, one third of that was passing. Whereas, yeah, there was five, where, where, five pass attempts, three completions for 30. Yeah, yeah. so there wasn't a lot. There wasn't a lot. And compared to Cooper Rush, who was given a more spread out full quote that full and quarter as well. Then after that, it was Dunichi was given the whole second half. I mean, if it, if it was me, after throwing out an interception, not one, but, but two, I would try and get one of the other backups and see, okay, I really want to see who really wants this more. Get like, get Dobbert uh, back in or get Rush back in. You know what I mean? But no, but, we stopped yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There was some wee nice wee bits of drive from Danucci, but there was some really stupid blunders he made, and that's what the final interception is. The final nail for me. Yeah, absolutely. That was terrible. It was horrible. I I, I actually think think it is. 
going the only thing him. I can think of from that is that they kept Danucci in to see how he would react, mm-hmm. and he didn't yeah. react well. It's like yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna be the guy, can you shake off interceptions? The and, mental game, and he, he didn't. Um, to to Paul's point, I wouldn't be surprised if you only see Rush and Gilbert in the next game. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Ben Danucci at all, which will give Gilbert more of a chance to earn his role. Yeah. Um, but for me, that it's Cooper Rush's job to lose. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, the the, the, the talk the talk was that um, Gilbert was actually yanked from the game because um, one of the, one of the passes that he threw that was incomplete was a, a throw up in the air and was almost picked off. So that there were there was concerns about that. There was the stumble back from one of the snaps as well. Um, mm-hmm. Which was under center, so it wasn't even a it wasn't even a shotgun snap, um, you know. So you couldn't really blame the center for that. Um, so there was concerns with that. Danucci, yeah, I think he won't be on the fifty-three, but I could quite easily see him still, you know, given another year on the practice squad. Yeah. Um, but I'm just going to cut you short a minute, Lorne. We have NFL UK royalty waiting to come in. Joining the show all the way from the East Coast of America, we have the legend that is Coach Jeff Reinbold. How are you doing, sir? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm actually in Montreal, Canada. We are oh. playing, playing the Montreal nice. West tomorrow night. And uh, uh, my wife is in town, and so it's a it's a it's a beautiful city. It's a great summer city. So we're going to go out to dinner and after team meetings tonight and enjoy the city a little bit. And then Neil Reynolds is bringing his son to town tomorrow on his way. To oh, amazing. Nice. And they're going to be, they're going to be at our game. So it'll be fun to have George and Neil as our guest at the game. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Maybe you, you can get his uh, son to throw a few balls around as well. Uh, try Apparently last time when we spoke to Neil, he tried taking his arm off. <laughs> Right now, we're not scoring any points. So if it, if it helps us score points, I'll put him in right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, just to get you uh, up to speed, Jeff, we were just talking about the backup situation in the Cowboys. Now, obviously, um, yourself, coaching uh, American football, um, should we say for a while? You've had some experience in it, should we say? Uh, <laughs> we know that, <laughs> we know that you, you're going to come in with a keen eye on this. One of the things we were just talking about is how Garrett Gilbert um, has pretty much lost the job at this stage and his Cooper rushes. Well, really what it boils down to, I think, for Mike McCarthy is Cooper Rush is better at that dink and dunk short play. Gilbert has the big playability and the bigger arm. But I think when it comes to your backup quarterback, really all you're interested in is for that guy to just maintain possession and end up the game. What's your take on the backup quarterback for the Cowboys? Well, I, I think it's really interesting because, you know, we went through the Danucci experiment last year in Philadelphia, and that we all saw what that turned out to be. Gilbert, <laughs> yeah. I think, is certainly an upgrade from Danucci, and that's not to say that Danucci can't play in the league. It's just he hasn't had yeah. enough reps. And, again, this is why it's so difficult in the league because there is no developmental environment for these young quarterbacks. Gilbert's a kid that started his career at the University of Texas, then went to SMU and, you know, tore it up there under June Jones. But 
he struggled to find a place in the National Football League. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that, you know, that they're just not enough reps to go around because you're always going to give the practice reps to your starter. And, and uh, you know, now with only three preseason games and no preseason games last year, it's really, really difficult to develop young quarterbacks. I think the Cowboys will keep one on the practice roster. Uh, and again, mm-hmm. Rush seems to be the guy that will be the backup. Uh, and then they're going to have to make a decision. Do you keep the bigger arm, the, the more talented guy in Gilbert, or is Danucci? You know, again, those are questions that, that stabs all over the National Football League are, are, you know, tearing up this next week because you better have a, you better have a succession plan. It's like, uh, you know, being a king. You know, there, there better be a line of, you know, of heirs coming because, it, you know, we saw last year what happens. It's a it's a volatile game. It's a dangerous position, and one you know one bad play, and you're on to the next guy. So, uh, I really think I really think Rush has had a great camp, and I think he'll be the backup. And then again, yeah. one of either Danucci or Gilbert to stay on as a practice roster guy. Yeah, I mean, like just going back to Garrett Gilbert to give you an idea. I mean, we all know the issues with Ben Danucci, um, but just. This is basically how every drive is finished for Garrett Gilbert this preseason, going from the Hall of Fame to last week. So it's gone field goal, miss field goal, punt, turnover on downs, field goal, fumble, punt, fumble. Now that's not a great. That's not a great, you know, pedigree. That's not. Those aren't great numbers. But you know, it's, it's training camp, and I and I think that sometimes we can get too caught up on the numbers in those training camp games, plus and minus, right? Because Mm. for the defensive coordinators don't spend a lot of time prepping for those games and neither do the offensive coordinators. They're trying to get ready for the season. And those games are evaluative tools. Uh, and the hardest position in football to evaluate, frankly, fellas is the quarterback. And, you know, we've seen, you know, for every, you know, for every Josh Allen, there's a Josh Rosen. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a very difficult position to evaluate especially because the college game is so much different than the NFL game. So, mm. you know, I, I'm, I'm sure that, that uh, you know, McCarthy and his staff are going to spend an awful lot of time with this one in the next three or four or five days ahead. And they'll scout the waiver wire real close, too, because if yeah. they think they can find a guy who's better, you know, there's an old saying in our business, better is better. And so <laughs> whether you drafted it or not, you go find it. Guys, I've got yeah. to run to a minute. I've got to run to a meeting. Now, are we going to do this next Thursday? If you want to, next Thursday is, in fact, the very first show of season three. And you can have the honor of being the very first guest of being on season three. If you if if you desire. Lock me in because I, I, I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We get two doses of Jeff Reinbold. We are lucky. Oh, fantastic. Uh, thank, you, thank you so much. No worries. Yeah, enjoy. Say hi to Neil as well for us. I'll Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. Take care, man. Excellent. Thanks, Cheers, mate. Thanks, Jeff. Mr. Jeff Rainbow, folks. Well, that was fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could tell he's been flying. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No, it's really nice. Honestly, man, the, the amount of t- like the times he's actually stopped by to give us his time and patience, like, and he seems to be nowadays he's always somewhere now, whether it's surfboarding, <laughs> where it's a, I don't. Where, where was he during the twenty-four hour show? I think he was like, like, uh, he was at, he was uh, at he, another he, show. Uh, show, no, he, yeah. He was, he was, he was, co- he was coaching. He was uh, there was a 
downtown league or something like that. that yeah. He was yeah. For, so. uh, and they were trying to get him on to a TV show, though, because they were calling for him. He's going, hold on now, guys. Hold on. I'm with the UK Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Honest, honestly, the, the, honestly, you've got to love Jeff, man. What a guy. Yeah. What's hey, we'll, 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 like I say, we will get him on next week. He's he's saying he's in. If the guy says he's in, he's in, and it will be great because uh, we'll be looking at the fifty-three next week. He so. was indeed, DJ Dog. He was indeed, and we were, and he was rubbing he it was. in our faces. Yeah, because yeah. you could actually hear the actual waves in the background, <laughs> and he had that cocktail with the pineapple leaves. Yeah, all right. <laughs> 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 Do love a bit of Jeff. He is yeah. absolutely like I'd not. Uh, the people in America might not understand, but he's an absolute legend here in the UK. Uh, in what he's done to for, progress, for, yeah, for, for making the awareness of the sport and the yeah. development of the sport within the United Kingdom and and possibly over Europe as well. He had been coached in NFL Europe, yeah, 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 absolutely, yep. absolutely. So, yeah, NFL royalty within the UK, yeah, yeah, and here he was again, and he'll be back next week, but anyway, guys. Um, what I do is I thought I'd go through some studs and duds. We'll get back on track, yeah? Um, so my studs uh, in this order go Parsons again, um, yeah. Osa, Pollard. What the hell have I written there? Oh, Cox, Neil. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't understand my own writing. <laughs> Cox, Neil, and I can't make out the last one. I've scribbled it down. I know it's a wide receiver. Oh, slam. <laughs> <laughs> I put LB. I was like, linebacker? Oh, no, lamb. Um, but for you guys, anyone in particular who really stood out to you during the Houston game? Because this is a dress rehearsal game. Well, I don't want to say in particular person, but I'm going to say in terms of what I'm going to say for the defence, I'm going to say as a, a, a pro or a plus as the defensive uh, aggression. The defensive aggression is definitely took yeah. a step up, and, yeah, and the and speed. The speed yes, is definitely that, that. So the speed and the aggression, mm. and that's and that's the thing you really want the most from your defense. Um, uh, second well, one. Well, here we all, go, Paul. No, Paul, when when we did the show about Dan Quinn being taken on, the first thing we all said is it's going to be a faster defense. Absolutely, we predicted it. We, we said that. We said that from day one. Yeah, yeah. Um, the second point I'm going to say is, and we'll probably talk about this a bit, the hard knocks, is Isaac Aracon of him just absolutely mauling guys in the guard position. I don't know how many pancakes he actually had during that Houston game. I think it was at least three. I can yeah, check for you. Yeah. At least three pancakes, just absolutely mauling defensive ends. But And, uh, and obviously... I, well, I don't really have much of a third point, but I could say, yeah, the linebackers, Cox and Parsons, again, looking fantastic. Um, and, and that kind of leads up to the whole defensive aggression and mm. uh, speed. Keanu so, Neal looked good too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, so, um, and, uh, and DJ Doll just left a comment there, Bradley and A, and that's a nan name that needs to be well spoken about tonight, I think. Yeah. We'll, we'll circle back to Bradley and I, because... Mm-hmm. He's really complicating my 53-man roster. <laughs> I um, think he is. He's, he's complicating quite a lot of people's rosters right now. It makes me do this. It makes me rub my eyeball 
uh, quite hard. But great. <laughs> Give me some of your duds. Who were the duds in this particular game, in the Houston game? You think Ooh, fell off. I'm waiting for this. <laughs> <laughs> I do ask Graham. Am I, I creating the reputation here? <laughs> <laughs> we're not saying that you're the Derby Downer, mate. You're not the Derby Downer. Um, for... I'll, get, I'll, I'll definitely give you two. I'll give you uh, Ben Danucci uh, killed yeah, his, his think so. chances. We've talked about that. Um, it was disappointing to see very little from Dorrance Armstrong. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to see him back up week, uh, pre-season week two with another studded performance, and he wasn't there. Brian's just brought it up again, yet he wasn't there. Um, if you're going to dislodge... Um, Gregory or Lawrence, you need to do more. You simply need yeah. to do more, and I don't mm-hmm. think he did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, uh, the dud side, um, I mean, it, we talked about Rico Dowdle last week. He had he had a decent game, but he's gone mm-hmm. now, so I think we can yeah, start yeah. talking about Dowdle. Yeah. Um, I didn't think... Uh, I mean... I have a I have a problem with and I know he's injured, but I have a problem with Dak going into week one having not played. I, I don't know I don't know what you guys think. I just I just think he, is he going I'm in okay. cold? No, nah, I'm okay. Is he going in cold or do you th- I mean we we talk all the time like we don't have a top safety like duo for Dak to, to practice against. Um, they talk all the time about you know pl- players that players that hold out during the off season, and then all of a sudden they get their their contract. They come into week one, and they tear something, pull something, pop something, and they're done for the year because they're not football ready. There's a different. There's definitely a difference between fitness ready and football ready. And I I don't know if Dak Prescott is football ready. That's sorry, that's the other thing I would. Sorry, so, sorry to interrupt, Graham, but DJ Dell once again with a brilliant comment, and this is so true. Houston basically won the game without converting any third downs, and that and he's right. That should never happen. And the turnovers literally killed us for the game. But one was a pick yeah. six. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yep, so, um, and... we were we were minus four in the turnover battle. Man. You're never going to win a game. You're think, never going to win a game when you're minus four. The other thing you need to bring up on that point is that there was no, um, there was no Deshaun Watson. Yeah, there wasn't a Deshaun Watson. So see as you put, and we didn't play uh, against. Bear in mind, this wasn't their first trainers as well. These are no, the same guys. Same true. guys as well. Yeah, like, we should be like. In a position where we should be actually taking full advantage of that scenario, but it's just not the case. That's true. I mean, um, here's one for you, a dud for me, um, and it messes up my 53-man roster. I'm more of a dud that it wasn't that he played bad, just that he didn't show enough, is Simi Foco. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think he's been one of the I think, be- I think he's been one of the biggest disappointments within the draft this year. Like, yeah. I, like I kind of expected a bit more of him to put more of a fight and put more of a, his name out there, but we're not seeing it. We're we're still seeing it from Cedric Wilson. We're seeing it from Malik Turner. We're seeing it from 
Noah Brown, those three guys are definitely fighting for that roster spot way ahead in Simi. Definitely. Yeah. And for and this, me, Simi... Go on, go on, go on, you take it. This, this is the game for him to have done it because with mm-hmm. uh, Malik Turner having the, the turf toe, which has uh, disabled him slightly, um, and obviously we've already seen one guy being put on on IR for mm. having turf toe, um, you know, the the job is for Hoku's to actually claim and he just hasn't done anything. Um, you know, he's had passes thrown at him, he's, he's crocodile-armed him, um, you know, he's, he's just not done anything to set himself aside from any of the the undrafted free agents that we've brought in. Um, you know, you could quite easily go with some, if you were going six, you could quite easily go with Malik Turner um, or, you know, there's not a lot of drop-off between Isami Fuhoko and guys like Osiris Mitchell, um, the other undrafted free agents that we've signed this year that are still on the roster. Um, yeah. So, he, he's, whether he's come in saying, I've been drafted, I'm almost, assured of a, I'm almost assured of a spot, and he's come in with that sort of attitude rather than feeling coming in being hungry, is, is the game too much for him at the pro level? I don't. I really don't know what's what the the problem is. Mm. No, no, that's a good point. Uh, that, that, yeah. It, it, yeah, you know, he's making the point for uh, for us as well. That you know, it's hard to crack this as a wide receiver. You know, if he was a wide receiver, New Year, oh yeah, the Cowboys have just drafted you. You'd just be like, oh, crap. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I brought big, that. big shout out to Marcus D. Jones. Just Marcus, Bluffy Cowboys from last week. I brought up that I brought up a similar point uh, just after the draft, Mike. That if you're yeah. a wage, if you're an undrafted wide receiver and you see the Dallas area code come up on your phone, you're not taking <laughs> you're not taking that phone call because <laughs> three of the spots are already hammered down. There's it's yeah. not even a question. So yeah. you're competing with maybe four or five other guys for two spots at most. Um, yeah, and it just. Nah, it's it's a tough nut to crack the way you see that position. It yeah. really is. Um the other one for me then, Kelvin Joseph. Um not a dud. Again, in the same similar idea uh, as Simi Foco, that he just hasn't shown enough that for me so far, right? Tell me if Kelvin Joseph has shown you he's better than this player. Trayvon Dix. Nope. Nope. No? Okay. Uh Anthony Brown. Nope. Nope. Nah, not for I me. think Anthony Brown's actually had a an underrated yeah. camp, but you know, he's you know, there's not been a lot of mentions of him in dispatches and everything like that, but he's doing a job. And I think he will be one of the I think he'll be starting opposite Diggs this year. Uh, to start off with hundred percent. Yes. But how the season goes and as he develops is another thing. Um but is he better than Jordan Lewis? I would say not. Maurice no. Kennedy. I Kennedy's, think having, Kennedy's having a blinder of a stormer. Camp. Having like, a stormer. If Kennedy doesn't make the squad, I'll be quite. I'll be asking questions. <laughs> no, we'll all eat our hats. We'll all eat our hats. Yeah. Don't you worry about um, that. Sorry, my. Just before we turn on, I want to kind of just like bring up Marcus's question again. I know I'll, I'll we'll jump back in again, but he, he was yeah, just yeah, asking. Sure. He was just asking about the. Uh, Simi not stepping up. Do you think we're going to stick with five wide receivers 
And that's what 59. I've got on my 53. I've got five. Have you? I'm, I'm pushing towards six just in case for injuries. That's it. I, the, the only one I, I've got a question mark is against. and Because before we started the show, I said I've done my 53-man roster, but it's 50. One of them is Malik Turner. That's it's my struggle on that one. Do, do you carry him and see I, how it goes on? It's. Mm. I, I think I think we keep him for one day and then put him onto the IR to return because it, you only have could, to. Yeah. You can bring mm. him back after three weeks this, yeah, this that's year. Right. You can now bring them after three weeks. So you know, who who knows what's going to happen down the line? You certainly don't want them somebody like that going off to another team. Because yeah, uh, and we, we pinched him from Green Bay's roster. Um, you know, he'd, he'd obviously been with uh, McCarthy at Green Bay for a bit. Um, we pinched him, uh, final cut down, and you know, so, somebody will be looking for a receiver. You, there's certainly there's enough receivers going down this this year so far in training camps. Yeah, yeah. But here's another one: Is Calvin Joseph better than Nation Wright than what you've seen so far? No, oh, no. I, I, no, I would have Nation right up. Nation right, well above Kelvin yeah. Joseph right now. So there you go. Uh, I've just named one, two, three, four, five. I just named you the five cornerbacks we got, and Kelvin Joseph hasn't shown. A... I'm not saying that he's a bad player. I'm yeah. not saying that he won't develop to be that next level player. But I'm just saying that at, right now, to start that season, that's why I've got him in the dud. That I wanted to see more from him, and we haven't seen it. He'll be on the roster, though. Hundred percent. I'm carrying I mean, him. I, on my fifty-three, I've got him. Somebody, somebody's got to go. Somebody's got to give. Yeah. Above him. Right. Um, the other ones. Then I mean, we talked about Cooper Rush. Next one, I want to talk about No Brown. He's making it. Made some very difficult catches in the Houston game. Impressive. Yes. Uh, his blocking ability is another thing that people don't notice, but he can do. But then is the special teams. So. He got a tick in the box for me. Now let's move on to the next guy that we already spoke about, Bradley and I. Uh, I mean, this guy looked good. Now, we know that Bradley and I, what he's like as a pass rusher, but what impressed me in this game is he set the edge and he yeah. was holding up and he was getting off blocks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Impressive. That's exactly what you want your defensive end to do is to get off the block if uh, straight off the bat and hold. The, depending if you're on the weak side, hold the containment. If you're on the strong side, then you're actually pretty much what I try and get past your defense, past your offensive lineman, and attack that ball if you're on the strong side. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, from what we're seeing, like we're seeing, like you just mentioned, there, Mike, we're seeing the speed, but it's now we're we're starting to see the things that we didn't really necessarily get to see last season. Uh, last season uh, at all, obviously there was no preseason games, and there was like we hardly featured in any reps at all. In the DM, we're actually like we're, we're we're properly seeing who Bradley and I can be, and from possibly, yeah, yeah, possibly, and I and I, I think he will make the squad this time. As I said, on my 53, I got 50. Bradley and I is one of those other guys where mm. I've got a question mark. Um, but give it, give us your take, Graham and Lorne, Bradley and I, because th- he's really certainly a guy that last year frustrated Cowboys fans and this year is doing it again, but for different reasons. Let us know as well at home, guys. Yeah. 
I mean, he, he certainly he's got an uphill battle because he, he doesn't have the measurables that yeah. somebody like Dan Quinn is looking for. Um, you know, and there was talk uh, on the way into camp was, you know, he's got short arms and how's that going to affect the style of defence that Dan Quinn plays? Um, but, you know, the, the last couple of games, OK, we've, he's had the stupid penalty with the helmet to helmet on the quarterback. But he's showing that he doesn't need to have these super long arm, sort of Mister Tickle arms to 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 get around the <laughs> the offensive tackles. He he has the ability to to prove it. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, is it the competition that he's been up against? Because he's not been he's not been with the ones too much. It's it's been second and third strings. Um, but you know, he's he's certainly been there. And as we say, he's been setting the edge. I think he's definitely worth consideration. Um, the the fact that Dorrance Armstrong, you know, he had that one strong game, but you know, we all said pre pre training camp, don't believe the hype on Dorrance Armstrong. And uh, I still you don't. know, if if Armstrong had shown up in this game, I think yeah, maybe you could uh, you could uh, expected mm-hmm. that you yeah. know he'd solidify the place, but. You know, but Armstrong Armstrong certainly has a sponsor in Jerry Jones, if nothing else. That's it. Um, does Bradley and I have so, Does Bradley and I have a similar sponsor in in that meeting room when they when they do come to cut them? Yeah. So I mean, should we get onto the fifty three then, since well, we're there practically? Well, well before we go onto that, yeah. Mike, I've got, I've got a couple of more questions coming in. So again. Mate, from Mark Carr, once again, mate, thanks for the questions. Thanks for swinging by. Uh, for dealing personally, who are you keeping? A defensive tackle on ha- Hamilton or a defensive end? And they, uh, Bradley and, and I saw. This is uh, where we're then, up against. So, so, so for me, if I was given the choice, it would be Hamilton. Because nah, I, 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 I would go uh, and you know, you, you know where I'm going to go with us because, yeah, yeah, our biggest weakness of last year, don't get me wrong, like having Oaks is a big big win for us like he's he's going to be fantastic for us but I still want to have that debt for defensive tackle more than defensive end especially for the first four weeks while Gallimore's off exactly that's the main reason why yeah 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 and I, and, I, and the, the next question is from DJ dog very similar uh, an A versus Carter for the defensive spot Basham I think is on the team I've got Basham on my roster yeah uh, what about you guys? Well, for the first uh, one, I'm going to say with you, Paul, I think Hamilton. Yeah. Um, but it's one of these situations where, you know, you don't... So tr- you don't, tricky. You don't win your job for the season in week one and that's it. You know, I think they could mm-hmm. they could very much roll with different guys, pull them off, put them back on again. Um, You're always interviewing for your job in the NFL. Well, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you never know. We could see, we could see one start, get demoted or cut. Even asked to go to the practice squad, and the other brought back up again. Um, especially, especially with the injuries at, at, at tackle. Well, take for example, there was two players last season that uh, were supposed to be starters, but they were absolute <laughs> trash. Oh, that runs deep, Paul. Oh, that runs deep. <laughs> I can't think of who you're oh. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, like, let, let's start off, right, guys? Let's go to the offense. Um, I've got Dak Rush, Zeke Pollard so far as the early start. 
Are we all in agreement because of the style of game Mike McCarthy plays? We're going to go with Nick Rolson as a fullback. Yes, yep. 100%. Yes, yes. 100%. Graham? Graham? I, think he, I think it's even easier now that Dowdle isn't in the mix anymore. And I think I think it was DJ Dowdle that made the comment earlier. Like you can play the halfback, you can actually block tight ends and defensive yep. ends as well if it needs to be. So he's got those attributes when it comes to depending on what the play is. So, mm-hmm. And that's... Anything to support our old line when it comes to the pa- uh, pass protection or anything like that, sign yeah. me up, get him involved. It's a point I've made for a long, long time. Um, Zeke is your bell cow. Um, you, you know, you, you, and you've got Paul, Pollard to come in and take relief. When do you actually see the third running back on the Cowboys depth chart, if at all? Special you know, teams is about You might as well make him a fullback that is a, is a, a Swiss Army knife. Just to add on top of that, Graham, remember when we had Keith Smith? Like, oh, yeah. UK Cowboys favourite, uh, a, a fan favourite. Converted um, linebacker. And uh, converted from linebacker, played to fullback, and he did a great job. And you saw the impact he did for Zeke's running game and in terms of helps him helping out with the pass protection. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely think we need definitely need to bring in a fullback within the team again. That, that, that a pure natural fullback, yeah. even though Zeke does said, run better with a guy in front of it. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's just a shame that Siwu uh, Alon and Luel, uh, you know, got his neck because I mean, he he would have been your utility back that he yeah. could be the. Full, he was looking good. He, he was looking good. And he could have, he he also could have been a halfback in a one back set as well for mm-hmm. you know um, pounding the ball. Uh, Ralston's more your sort of Walt Garrison, you know. Give me, you need a, you need a yard, he'll get you a yard. You need five yards, he'll get you a yard. You know, um, so I can see Ralston being, I can see Ralston being there. Jaquan Hardy, I, I liked him in the Carolina, uh, in the Arizona game. I thought he did a good job of breaking tackles. Now, despite, despite losing the contact lines. Yeah, yeah. Well, ho- hopefully he sticks with the Eric Dickerson, Chuck Muncy look. Um, you know, <laughs> but um, you know, mind you, can he get his help on over his glasses? I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. yeah. oh, looks okay. a bit difficult. But I think the the use, like John Coon's a perfect example in Green Bay. Mm. Uh, he McCarthy had Coon for nine years, and he was a bit of a cult hero in Green Bay, and I think. He certainly wants to use a fullback, and he knows how to use a fullback, so it bodes well for Nick Ralston, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's the Nick Ralston talk. Uh, wide receivers. Anyone got more than five? I've, no. I've got the I've got the five. I've, I've actually I've got, I've got my five. Yeah, I got my five with Malik Turner in pencil. Yep. Because I just I don't know. I, I there's that. Anyone got more than? Three tight ends. I've got or three less. Tight ends. I've got three. Well, we've all ends. got three, and we've all got three. the same. Uh, Jarwin Schultz McEwen, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One, one catch, twenty-five yards from Jarwin. One hundred percent of his targets. It was yeah. only one ball. Hey, and and of course, catch. and of course, it was the seam route. Always, <laughs> always play Jarwin that, with the seam. It's always seems to be the same. Right? You know, it's, it's, it's the same with Jason Witten. Like, wait, came to those big, uh, big plays for the tight end. It's that seam route. Yeah, but, always. But, but the play before as well, where he'd been asked to run block and he 
Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't as bad as Tebow's attempt at a run block. <laughs> oh. As I've said to you before, yeah. Blake Jarwin's style of blocking, the best way to describe it is falling over slowly. <laughs> it's the only way to describe it. I don't know how better to describe his style. Um, right, let's move on to this. This is where, again, I start rubbing my eye because it's complicated. We know our five on the O-line is yeah. the backups. Oh. I've got McGovern Steele and then the other two. So Steele's my swing. Then I got... And you're going to hate this. But I'm taking Ty Nasaki. And then I'm taking Matt Forniak. Matt Forniak, yes. Yeah. Definitely. Um, it's, and... it's really tough to do. Like, I'm not happy... Like, McGovern I'm okay with. The only issue I got with McGovern, we found out the reason why they wanted Connor Williams at centre and not McGovern is because we seen it last week in the Houston game that he's, he's brilliant at playing left guard, put him at right guard and it falls apart. <laughs> he was absolutely awful in there. And I think that's the reason why they put Williams at centre and not McGovern because they know that when he tries to switch positions, it all falls apart. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it kind of sounds like me. I cannot play on the right-hand side. I just can't do it. No. Like, some players can do it. They can play both sides. But, honestly, when I was playing offensive line, like, it's just the way how my stance was. Like, I just feel more natural, like, especially pass yep. protection and down blocking on the left compared to it's the It's like right. trying to wipe your ass with the wrong hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, as disgusting that may sound, but yeah, I, I see where you're going with us. That's the analogy, right, not up the arse, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the only question mark I've got up against is Josh Ball, just because we haven't seen anything of it. Well, Do they know something we don't? So I've got a question mark there. He's going to be put on the injury reserve list or something like I that, think and, so too. And, and put to the practice squad because he's not really done. He's been non-existent at all. But I will say though, and I think it's something that we need to kind of really seriously discuss about. And I was watching um, Marty Bluff City Cowboys and Cowboys y'all last night. Well, mm -hmm. early this morning, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, their special guest, uh, Rika, um, they had on, and they were talking about the whole international program and how it works so yeah. basically we are allowed that 17th practice squad member based on the international yes. no matter what but if we were to put Aracon onto the 50-man roster onto the active he costs or, onto that that contract agreement now is now void and now becomes yes. a fully functional nfl yep. contract and we cannot go back to a 17th man it just mm -hmm. stays 16 now so yeah. Um, so they made a really good, interesting um, talk about that. And and I'm just kind of thinking, it's like, you know what, Aracon has been really good mauling people in the guard position. I'm just wondering what if he could actually make that roster. I don't think That's, he will. But I'm just saying he might, who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like... <laughs> well, he, I just, he, say, just say Marcus's comment. When did you, mate, yeah, I yeah, sleep, yeah. I'll sleep when I'm dead, my friend. <laughs> well, welcome to being in the UK, living off yeah, central yeah, time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what pre-season is, really. For, 
for all the fans in the UK, preseason is just changing your body clock. Yep. That's what it's for. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think for me, I'm going to put um, I'm going to put Isaac onto the practice squad because he's still a bit raw, but well, he has the length, he has the power, he's really strong. You can see that he's powerful. Mm-hmm. He just, I think, he just needs a bit refinement, and then well, the, he's well, he's there. Well, well, the good thing is he's guaranteed practice squad regardless. Like, I think no, he's going on no, there. Yeah, and yeah. Marcus can correct me on this um, if he's still if you're still here. I'm pretty he, sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure no other team can sign Aracon based on the international program. But if he was, no, I think they can. They can poach him, but only to a practice squad. I don't know. No, no, they can poach him, but only to an active. Yeah, and and if the the only the the only other thing for Alarcon is that he has been drafted in the international draft in Canada as well. So the the wages the wages aren't the same there. I mean, obviously, I think it's only eighty thousand a year that you're earning up there. Um, Eighty thousand Canadian. That's that's not a lot of money. Yeah. No, it's not. That's um, not. That's you, literally like forty thousand pounds. If you if you hear Jesse Holly ever talk about his time in the Canadian League and everything like that, he was he was probably almost back to when his his mum and dad left him on the doorstep and things like that. If you ever again, if you ever hear him talking on uh, hanging with the boys about that sort of stuff, it's it's stuff that he's he's still having um, therapy about. So. But um, Al- oh, yeah, as I say, Paul, Aller- Marcus Allerton's brought the question up. Oh, 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 yeah. So, no, as long he's as untouchable. He's, he's poached the toy, he's completely untouchable unless they take him out the program. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, unless that's, they yeah. add him to the active roster, he, yes. can only, he can stay there. Yeah. So, because the international program, no other team is allowed to poach him because of the, how the agreement yeah. works. So, yeah. But they can, um, they can if, he, if they sign him to a 53. Um, no, not he's completely untouchable unless they take him out of the program, yeah. So, make him an active right. player on the 53. All oh, right, 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 right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Okay, thanks, um, thanks, Mark. Thanks, Marcus. Thanks for clearing for that. My man, but is there anybody different from my nine guys you would change? Is there somebody else you put in there? Would you have Brandon Knight in there, for instance, instead? Hopefully, um... Preferably not. <laughs> I'm not putting um, night on. I've seen enough of that. I've I'm happy to leave that where it is now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah. The, you know, Knight has been used mostly as a guard this year. Um obviously having Enzeki and um Farniok and what have you, they decided that he was probably best in interior line. Um, and I think, to be honest, he's been a bit of a turnstile this, this pre-season as well. He's just not, he's not moved in that well and assimilated to the, the, the guard position. Um, so I don't see him being around. And Zeki, he's been struggling with injuries. He's, He's, he's no better than Cam Fleming or Cam Irving that we've had the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. And, it, you yeah. know, St- Stephen Jones was... <laughs> Graham's crying, I know. Stephen Jones was talking about him on 105.3 earlier this week, say, saying that, you know, he is going to be... He is going to provide that sort of veteran depth. Um, but, you know, it, it's... He, he'll, end up, he'll end up 
the season, he'll go off and sign with another team and make eight million a year or something like that. Um, much the same way that the other guys have. But um, I don't, I don't. If if anything happens that he's he's called on for longer than a couple of games or spot duty, um, I'd have great difficulty. I'd be I'd be scaring the waiver wire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ball is the only one because I don't know, but I still I don't think he does it. But let's go the other side, and this for me, for me, O line, D line, and safety are the three most difficult. Where the last three guys I haven't quite decided. The D line. So for me, this is you, one of these guys you're not going to like. I got Randy Gregory, Tank, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brent Urban, who's going to be our Swiss Army knife. Mm-hmm. Um, I have got Darren Armstrong making my final 53. For the same reason that you said, Lorne, that he seems to be a Jerry Jones guy, that they just love him. That he disappears in the season, he comes along in the preseason. Looks disappears great. in the season. You never see him at all. You see him as sailing. <laughs> yeah, he just disappears for some reason. Every year he comes back round. Got him starting. Obviously, Gallimore, Osa. Then my guy, who I think is going to be the big deciding factor on all of this, Quinton Bahama. Then I got Terrell Basham because I think looking at what's going on in Hard Knocks that he seems to be like a team guy that people are latching onto and they like. The only guy i got a question mark against, I know you guys have already discussed the uh, the Bradley and I Hamilton idea. I've got Anna, Bradley and I as a question mark. The reason being is I think special teams. I think the only one... Basham, I could see if you're going to keep Bradley and I, I could see Basham going because. That's um, why I've got the question mark. Yeah, I think Basham. Yeah, we, we've seen with Hard Knocks that he's he's you know obviously he's been taking the he's Mickey liked. out of uh, Dundurney, yeah, um, yeah. uh, making making himself a a bit of a joker with the rest of the guys, getting himself in that way, but. Again, you've probably seen more of an eye on the field um, the last couple of games than you probably have Basham. Um, didn't help that he rolled over on his ankle in the yeah. the Rams scrimmage. Um, but uh, <clears throat> again, again, if you're wanting to save a bit, if you're wanting to save a bit of money, then maybe Basham's one of the guys that you do cut and you keep an eye. who's still on a rookie contract. Um, I'd yeah, it's diff- it's difficult to see how that one goes. To be honest, can you bring that comment back up again, Paul? He's got yeah. um, Mark's got nine, McGovern Farniak. So he has got Alicon. So that's the only difference between uh, I was there. Is I'm, that I'm, I'm telling you, mate? There's actually there's quite a lot of people are actually putting. Uh, no, no, no. I, I do. I get that. I totally get the reasons why you mm. would. I just think that he just needs a bit more refinement. Uh, I, I, me. So I, 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 go, agree. I agree. I agree. And uh, yeah. you could put him on the practice squad, right? Yeah, well, this, this is what yeah, this is this is what we were talking about earlier. So for example, if a tackle goes down, you can bring move him uh, yeah, yeah, you can you can move either Zach Martin out to tackle and bring Aracorn in. Or, or just say you say say you go with Ty and Saki, right, to start your season off. You put Alicorn on Why would you wait? Why would you want to start him off? 
No, put him onto your active roster. Oh, right, right. I thought you meant starting. No, 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 not starting. (laughs) Jesus, no. Uh, Only because he's got the experience and all the rest of it. And while you're bringing Isaac up, that's what you can do. And once you get to a point where you feel comfortable, you can make that switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm just going to start off with no, because let's be fair, Ty himself is looking, to me, he looks like a 36 year old offensive lineman. That's yeah. the best way to describe what he looks like. He just looks tired. Um, no. But I, I, I think you say he's, he's had it, it looks as though. His back is done up, type of old line. He just, mate, I mean, I'm 38. If I was two, you know, two years young and doing that, I mean, like, I was already, you know, when it's time to start calling it a day when you make a noise sitting down. <laughs> when you make Christ, that, you, you've, oh, not even got, sound. you've not even got into your 40s yet. I know. I've been know. doing that since, I've been doing that since my 20s, mate. Yeah, but that was for other reasons, though. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. But uh, anybody got anything different in terms of what you would do? So, so I mean, and we know Paul Graham, you probably go with what was so you'd have our Hamilton in there if he was to take nine. Yeah, simply because yeah. of the, the depth. depth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's um it's a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's shaky, it's as shaky as tackle. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. As soon as as soon as somebody goes down, you're scrambling. Um, now, obviously, we've we've had to fix our our backfield, and we've had to supplement our linebackers. We can't fix everything in one off season. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Um, but yeah, you're you, we're we're gonna have to paper over some cracks at some point, and that's where. Tackle, uh, a defensive tackle and offensive tackle is where I see the cracks coming first. But again, yeah. again, it sounds like I'm being negative, but every team does that. Every team has to supplement a position. They've got to roll. I mean, that's exactly what the, cal- the salary cap is there for. So everybody has issues. And yep. though, but, I mean, we're highlighting this because it's a Cowboys show. We're highlighting Cowboys issues, but everybody's got issues. I know that. I get that. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's put this put this in perspective. Do you imagine what the issue is, what the eaters are going to do with their salary cap in terms of what players they need to cut right now? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, put that yeah. in perspective. Anyone going to argue with this linebacker, Jalen Smith, LVE, Parsons, Neil Cox? I'm happy with that. Nah, happy with that. Nah, not necessarily in that order, I might add. No, 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 yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, and, and so for me, let's Cox... not open that can of worms. We, we yeah. don't want anybody. Um... Yeah, we, we don't want to be. We don't want to be crucified by any experts out there. <laughs> oh! uh, for me, for me, <laughs> Cox is the outside guy. He's looked absolutely great. Again, just a little bit of refinement, but everything that you've got there is exactly what you need. He is. Exactly what the linebacker position is slowly morphing into. Um, that type of player, that off-ball linebacker. Cornerback, tell me if you've got anything different. We've pretty much already named them all. But Anthony Brown, Trayvon Diggs, J. Lou, Morris Kennedy, Kelvin Joseph, Nation Wright. And, of course, you've got to have Goodwin put in there. That's yeah. seven cornerbacks. You can't carry seven cornerbacks. 
gonna have to. Uh, my, my worry, my worry is for two. I have worries for Kennedy. I know he's had a tremendous camp. Kennedy I, is the guy I I put a little line next to. Yeah, and Goodwin. Yep. Those are the Good. those are the two. But obviously, Goodwin stay in special teams. I th- yeah. I think I think Goodwin Goodwin's one of Fassel's guys. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the, the the run was six, but Goodwin's for special teams, basically. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodwin, I'm not playing on the field at all, really, as a corner. Um, although we can do it. He's, mm. I'm not saying he's the worst corner you see in the NFL because he did do it last year too. He's really only there for special teams. Um, which brings me to the safety position where... Go on, Paul, before I move I, to the safety. I, I was going to say something in regards to linebackers, and, and believe it or not, I'm actually going to give a compliment. Mm-hmm. Right? And despite... And we're, we're all guilty over we've been giving Jalen Smith a lot of stick. And I think quite a lot of Cowboys Nation has. Yep. And rightly yeah. so. Yep. But if there's one thing I noticed in that Houston Texans game, he actually was making tackles and coverage. In that game, yeah, and uh, so, yeah, and that's one thing was like he doesn't do it, he doesn't do it, but yeah, he actually did do it. So, I th- whether that me and maybe turning, hopefully, maybe turning the new leaf, we don't know. But I want, <laughs> but, but just to add on, we do want him to succeed. But we still, do. but we still you want have, every you want every Cowboys player to to be great, absolutely. Oh, yeah, um, and we just want to see if like, and the main issue is still there is, is the lateral speed moving side to side. Because we all know that Jalen is a downward guy, like mm-hmm, going yep. ten, 10 yards down the line, and that's it, make the tackle. But when it comes to side to side, but as if, but if he's doing coverage tackles, not and letting like a Parsons not do the work, hey, as, as long as he's doing the job. But he, before, but I, before we move on, before we move on from corner, question for for three of you and for the the people watching at home, is there any way you can see? Um, Joseph not making the team. No, no. Um, you think I, it's, I, basically I, we're saying that his contract keeps him in the job, it's and that he's, 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 he's one of their picks. Yeah. If they don't keep him, then they're saying they failed at the draft. Yeah, it's more of a yeah. I think it's more to do with the board saying that we don't want to let him go because it will make us look like idiots, pretty much. Yeah, basically. I mean, second round pick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if all the corners that were still available, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, Joseph does have a lot of talent. I think it will yeah. take him time to actually get, like, it's not going to be like a Trayvon Dick scenario where we had to just launch him in there and he absolutely balled his heart out. Different type of type of corner, I think. Different type of style. Um, I'm just a, I don't know, I mean, he won't make the roster just purely based on draft capital, what we what we did to get him on the second round, and also based on the contract. So that's you, the you, only two reasons. Here's a good reason why Joseph will make the roster, um, but also is buried on the depth chart. Is one he'll make the roster because he's got the athleticism. It is crazy. It's off the charts. He's more athletic than Trayvon Diggs. He doesn't bite on head fakes which is really, really good. Like, when they sell him, he does not bite. He will make the roster. I uh, totally agree. Um, what was the next point I was going to make about him? The reason why he 
Um, <laughs> needs that's, a, that's, that's a fair point. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, look, he will make the roster, hundred percent. But the reason why he struggles so much is the reason why he was a second round pick and not first round pick is he lacks experience. He literally hardly played in college. And that's what you're, it was the same thing Diggs came out with from Alabama is that he was he a converted wide receiver. receiver to corner. Yeah. Played the one season at corner, which is why he was a second round pick, not a first. If he, if he was that good, he would have gone in the first and we would have missed him, but he yeah. just lacks experience. Uh, and that's what he needs to get once he gets it. Cause the guy's got an, a, an incredible athletic profile and his back pedal is tremendous. And you, you, you've seen it in practice. It's like, I can't remember who was doing it to him. Who the hell was it? Was it Cedric Wilson? Trying to sell him head fakes. He just did not buy. He was just like, nope. And you're just looking at it like incredible. And he's got as well the the athletic um, ability to, if he does make the mistake, catch back up, yeah. which is great. But there's just a lack of experience there for him to be able to put him as your cornerback too. The, our hope was... But now it's gonna. You you can't put Kelvin Joseph in on week one against the Bucks wide receiver core. Yeah, that, I mean, I would. I think we said. Uh, I think I said in particular at the start of training camp that Brown would have to play well because of his contract. Mm-hmm. And I think the the reason the, one of the reasons he's doing particularly well is because of his contract. He realizes that he could become a cap casualty. Yeah. Uh, but obviously yeah. he's, he's he's done enough to start and good on him. Um, yeah, I th- I, yeah. I mean, get both C- Cedric Wilson and Noah Brown. You've seen that as well. That you know, all these guys that we'd signed as well. They were, um, you know, these guys could have said, "Oh no, I've got a two million dollar contract. I've got a million dollar two year contract, or whatever." And you know, and hide behind have, it. hide behind that. They've yeah. actually come in and they've said, "No, I've got to make this squad. I've got to make sure I've got it." And mm-hmm. I think that's the same with the other guys. Can it, I mean, Kennedy, who started the camp thinking Kennedy was going to be on this 53? Yeah. And he, he, he's, he stepped up. I mean, Christ, if only he hadn't gone on COVID reserve last year. Now, he had, he had his family reasons for why he wanted to go on that COVID reserve. But if he'd been on the squad last year, we wouldn't have had Worley... You know, maybe that scheme wasn't as good for him or not. I don't know how he would have played in under Nolan, but um, you know, we could have done with him as a cornerback last year, much much more so than um, obviously this year. We seem to have an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> to get rid of to get rid of Joseph, though, I mean that's you're you're suddenly going from a one it's about one point four million is his cap figure at the moment. If you cut him. It's automatically it goes up to a four million um, cap hit because the ent- the entire contract for this year is guaranteed, and then you're also accelerating his signing bonus as well. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's you, you're biting off about you're basically e- eating the one point four plus another three million in cap charge, um, and. And it's also spelling to the league that you're you made an absolute balls up with your second round pick. So the only, so Kennedy makes the squad. Who doesn't? I think I, you're taking seven. You're taking your seven corners with one being a special teamer. And this that this is the awkwardness about it. 
and I'm going to try and make. I don't know how. I'm going to try because the next bit, the safety spot. Because then, when you when you look at what I've done, and I don't know if you guys have done the same. When you look at it, you're like, this just looks fucking nuts, <laughs> and it does. But you're in this predicament because you're trying to make something out out of all of this. Um, I mean, because like, right? Let's let's do it. The safety position. Like, I got these seven here. One of them is a special teamer, and I'm trying to make one of these into a special teamer as well. So I got Donovan Wilson. I've got Kazee, Curse, Hooker. But the issue is, right, we've got Israel Mukwamu, no. which we know they brought back in, and they even cut, they put, not cut, but put Rico Gathers on IR um, to make room for Izzy to come back on. Rico Deldo, not Gathers. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> slip of the tongue on that one, yeah. <laughs> Rico Dowdle. Um but the issue is, is you've still got Deontay Thompson there. And he is not going anywhere. And I don't... And if you look at the last scene of Hard Knocks, who was the player that finished that huddle off? Michael... Mike McCarthy specifically brought him in and said, take this team out. It was Deontay Thompson. Hmm. He's going and, uh... nowhere. <laughs> He's going nowhere. I'm telling Daddy you. And... Darian Thompson, you mean? Um, or Deontay Burton? No, no, no. no I, yeah, I'm slipping up. Right. Okay. Right. You can give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yes. So you got Thompson. And Tom, he's not going anywhere. That They're going to have him on the special teams, which means that you've got your four safeties already. Thompson is going to be, he's going to now come in and be your fit, which means that Mukwamu, now what are you doing there? Curse has been playing well because he's been playing well. Wilson's injured, but he's going to be your box safety because the other three guys we just talked about isn't. And Hooker, you, you've got him coming in. They're not getting rid of him. Jerry Jones has even said, like, if we had the chance when we would go back, we would have drafted him back then. So Hooker's going nowhere. Yep. I, I think Israel might might Is get casualties. I think so too. The, the 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 one thing that's been talked about recently is that you know, obviously he can't play he, special teams. Can't play special teams. He's not willing to run down and take make a big hit. Um, yeah. You know, he, he's a sure tackler, but he's not one of these guys that's going to go down and try and bust up a wedge or anything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's the and a guy like he, him, that's what you need. Yeah, McQuamo is definitely a sea ball, get ball type of guy. Yeah, yeah. but he, he, I just, uh, and the issue is, I can guarantee you this will happen that we won't, we, we could put him on a practice squad or we, we don't act, we don't keep him on the active. He gets poached straight away, he gets picked yeah. up, somebody will grab him, and then we've, we've lost out. And it's a sh and I think the Cowboys know that too. It's a tricky one because there's no way you can carry seven corners and then we just mentioned the four safeties. Then you're going to put Thompson in, right? Because he's going to be one of – so that's five safeties. There's no way you're carrying six, especially uh, when one of your back-end safeties, Israel Mukwamu, doesn't play any special teams. 
I mean, just just to that point, Mike. See if see if you're not drafted in the first four rounds, right? And you can't play special teams. You don't offer much, do you? No. It's like well, that's if the you're trouble. Not, if you're not taken in the first four rounds, you should be fighting tooth and nail to get onto mm-hmm. an active roster. And the yeah. best way to do that is play special teams and come in and play your position when required, whether it be down to injury or loss of form or whatever. But see if you're yeah. see if a rookie says. Yeah, I can't play special teams. You're going, well, do you know what? I've got, I've got 10 veterans who will. So, see ya. Yeah. You know, I, it's, I'm just, it's, it's tough, but that's the NFL. I just got a feeling that you're going to have Quinn go, Wilson, Gazee, Curse and Hooker aren't going anywhere. I'm not having it. And Fossil's going to turn around and go, well, I want Thompson. And we all know that the offensive and defensive coordinators have to adapt just what they're doing based on what the special teams coordinator says because he's going to have his pick he will have his guys his four five or six guys whatever his allowance is and he's going to go thompson brown i think a is going to be in there i've got a funny feeling armstrong for the same reason and that that and he's just going to go these are my guys and they're gonna and you're gonna get stuff with it that's five safeties you carry in it's do you not think that uh, Jaron Curse could actually, um, you know, I'm not letting him he go. Was brought, he was brought in as a, he was no, but Curse hmm. was brought in as a special teamer. It, you know, has experience. Yeah, I see, yeah, no, I see where you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, make Darian Thompson mm-hmm. a little bit um, an outsider. I, I, I got a funny feeling just based on what I've seen, especially with our hard knock scene at the end, that he, he's making the cut. He's going to be there again. It shows that he was at the forefront of McCarthy's mind. I mean, he's if, he's if doing you're, it. If you're making flash plays and you're in the coach's thoughts, you're in a good place. See, when you're in amongst the crowd and your number's not getting called, that's when you worry. Yeah, he's been called out and he got specifically called out to take that huddle. Mm-hmm. And to, to finish them out. Another thing well, I would go. say on it, in that they've they've looked at their group and brought Malik Hooker in. Mm-hmm. So it's like, right, okay, so we had our guys and then they felt they had to supplement more. So as soon as he walked in the door, all the safeties must have thought, oh, hold on a minute, they're not set here. And basically, well, I agree with you, Mike, I think if they've brought Hooker in, why would why bother when you think you've got your guys already? Yeah, I I just think that they it, it's crazy. Then you've got your three special teams: Greg, uh, McQuaid, and Anger. Um, Greg the leg, of course. Um, but that what I've got is fifty guys, but that's not including for me Thompson and Mukwamu, Bradley and I, and another offensive lineman. And that's where I'm stuck. That's where I'm up against. I think this week, put Israel Mukwamu on the field. I think get Farniok and Seki. If Ball, I don't think he's going to be fit enough to play. Uh, get Bradley and I on there. Get Basham on there. This is for my own purposes, by the way. I'm saying this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Kelvin Joseph as well. Get him on there. And just see what comes out the other end. Just shake that monkey tree. Yeah. 
and you never you never know some of these guys might end up you don't touch wood you, you might end up with a little injury and then you can yeah. stash him away again for next year yeah you um, took the words right out of my mouth Lauren <laughs> um, I mean it certainly <laughs> makes things easier as terrible as it is it certainly makes things uh, an awful lot easier but remember that we've got we've got other players around the league auditioning as well as that too because they're, just because they're not playing for the Cowboys doesn't mean they, they don't end up on the active roster the, Which is that, why that, I think that's, de- that's definitely going to happen. We're at least oh, going to yeah. bring someone in from quarterback. It'll be a quarterback. So, yeah. that, so I think, yeah, I think that it'll what? be one of the quarterbacks, and it'll just go. He, he's he's better than what we've got. No, I don't. Yeah. I think it'll be more. I think it'll be more offensive line for the backup. Offensive line will be a big one. Yeah. Offensive line is trouble. I would I would I think, say I that think, I would I would say that would be more of a bigger need. I think quarter I think quarterback will be looked at. I mean, I don't you know is Cooper Rush has unfortunately he's been injured a couple of times this preseason. Um, you know he had back issue, back spasms one week and then he had a shoulder issue as well. Um, Maybe that's hindered the, the, the backup competition, but um, I could quite easily see them scouring the waiver wire. And if there's a veteran backup, a bit like Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton's obviously not going to get cut, but um, some, somebody like that who has the experience can be, a sound, can be a sounding board for whoever's on the practice roster as your third QB. Um, I'm, I'm going to say with Mike on this one. Um, I'll, I'll paint you a scenario. You're, so to bring in somebody else, we're effectively saying that their third choice is better than our second choice mm. because you keep your top two and you've been your third. So I don't yeah. know if Cooper Rush is that bad. I, ex- I expect Cooper, to, Cooper Rush to come in and, ma- and I know it sounds terrible, but manage a game. Don't That's lose the game. Let's don't Zeke- turn it over. Yeah. Get get the first downs. Let Zeke do his job, and keep our fingers crossed for the defense. If yeah. and like bear in mind, bear in mind, think about who like so Dak goes out, and I know you can say, well, what about what? Why didn't that work last year? But you um, just need Cooper well, Rush to dink and dunk up the field to get say a field goal, keep possession of the ball, run the clock out, and he's got three good wide receivers to help him out do it, as well as his tight end core. And like you say, the running backs. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna take the exact same quote that our good friend um, Nick's star gang mentioned. Is like, if that goes down, season's over. That's it. Yeah, that, yeah, basically. That's, that's that's the bottom line, Paul. Yeah. Of course it is. So, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> that's the most. That's the present. Pretty much where we're at. It's like basically we just make make sure that we've got someone at least to kind of maybe kind of steer the boat till back that comes back if he does come back from an injury. But like touch wood, that doesn't happen and he plays the whole full season. You know, I, mm-hmm. we've seen we've seen the Eagles do it in the past where they've they've won the Super Bowl with their backup. Here's here's my oh team. don't mention them. Here's here's my <laughs> team for this year. The the 49ers are stacked at quarterback just now. I think they could they could go deep into the postseason with either of them. And that I don't that know with Jimmy. Because, well, I mean, 
Well, he can raid on the back. That was they, had, they are the number one defense. Yeah. They've got the defense and they've got a decent, run, the above average running game. All they, they need, all oh, they they, need they, way above average. Exactly. That, that 49 is running. And exactly. So that's that's uh, the one exception to if your Q, if you if QB one goes down. Uh, that's, 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 a, the that's, is a, that's is an interesting point. Thanks again, Mark, with the comment. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know where he's going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So you're basically kind of like, yeah, it's yeah, more of a protection in a way. Yeah, I can see. I can. I could. I can imagine that with the blocking it's, side of it all. But also, yeah, I think Mike McCarthy. He's always carried fullbacks, so that's why I'm going with. Yeah, Austin. that's true. Um, you know, he, he he does like that. But let's finish season two off on a happy note. Dak is throwing. Yes, he's throwing. Back is throwing, yeah. But that is it, guys. Uh, we was going to do and, some hard knocks people, talk. People aren't talking about the ankle anymore. No, no, yeah, no one. Yes. Um, just so you know, guys, this is the end of season two. Doesn't mean that it's going away or what have you. We're literally back next week. But all this is going to look slightly different. And Yeah, um, it's, it's it, not a massive overhaul, but it's just nice new features we're adding into the show. Yes, yeah. And in the regular season, don't forget, as you can see, we will be on twice a week. That's Tuesdays with Brian and his crew on the post-game show, looking at the game after it's done. Uh, yeah. That's every Tuesday. And then the pre-game show, uh, that is every Thursday uh, with myself and whoever else. But we will be back next week to start things off. We'll be looking at the 53, seeing how far out we were, which is probably miles out in a slot. Yep, with Mr. Jeff Rainbold. Yeah, and Jeff will be joining us royalty. Um, do you know what? I'm going to try something else sneaky too. I won't say it on air. I'll see what we can do. Because it's the start of season three, all right? Um, so, yes, we'll be back. But there are other things that we're going to get involved with for season three. Competitions, um, fantasy league for you guys to get involved with. Really simple. But it's it literally all you've got to say is a few words and you're in it. You say a couple of words and you're in the competition. Um Oh, well, it should be. Well, I think uh, also we need to do a competition for it. And the only way to enter is by subscribing to the free channels Twitter, Facebook, and uh, YouTube and whatever. I so, think but, everyone who's watching is, mind. Yeah, so, um, but bear in mind, guys, we'll be posting up a lot of more exciting stuff coming in the next couple of weeks as well. We've and there's some Cowboys experience news coming up as well. I spoke to Barry yep. today. Yep. That's really good. And talking of that, if you're going to a game, make sure you book it through Cowboys Experience. They have their game day tickets, stadium tours, and their tailgate parties. You guys will not want to miss them. And, of course, make sure you tell them that UK Cowboys sent you. Because by doing so, what happens, guys? You get free stuff. Free stuff. It's as simple as that. Um, but, yeah, I spoke about it. He's excited. He can't wait. Um um, should we also mention regards to our plans of our, our own merch store as well? Oh, yes. That will be coming up too, where um, we will be doing our own merch. So uh, all that, because believe it or not, what we're streaming on costs money uh, and all the stuff, all the giveaways, the competition stuff. 
that we do. That costs money too. So we'll be doing our own merch where you guys can get involved and there's some mugs, stickers, hats, all the rest of it. Nice, easy stuff. But just so you know, anything you guys put in, it's all not non-profit. Literally, we could show you receipts where you can see whatever the money that you're putting in is going back into this. It's going back into this. It's for the reinvestment of the stream and try and make this show much better for you guys. So that's where it's all money going towards too. We are the complete opposite of anything else you can think of. We literally aren't in it for any money. I know, I know I'm not. No. We, we, we'd, we'd still be talking if nobody was in this. We'd still be talking. <laughs> Maybe put it on YouTube, but we'd still be sat, sat around chatting. Mate, it was like season one when it, it was like we're talking to like 13 people. It would have been easier if we just phoned those 13 people up and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm stuck talking when you guys have all gone. Ah, yeah. We've all, we've oh. all been there, mate. Mr. Oh, Mendoza with a late comment here. Yeah, We're just about to finish up, my friend. But we'll see you next week, and we've got a special guest joining us. So join us next week, 9 p.m., which is... Um, 6 p.m. Oh, yeah. No, sorry, 5 p.m. I got it, yeah. I got it, yeah. Got it, yeah. Uh, you've got it, yeah. There it is, look. Right I, there. Yeah. So... Go on, what was you going to say, Mr. Paul, yes? I, I, I'm just getting mixed up with my time zone. So, yeah, 9 p.m. UK, there 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. So this, is what, this so this is the season schedule, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Every Thursday is the pre-game and every Tuesday is the post-game. Easy as that. But I'm going to let these guys finish <laughs> off the show by just saying one thing to close off my season two bit. Thank you, everybody, for joining us because you are our MVPs. Like, I would be talking to these guys regardless, but we do it on a stream. You invite us into your homes, you join in, you give us the time and we love you for it. Thank you very much. And thank you for joining us on the 24 hour live show where we raise money for charity too. Thank you very much for everybody for that. But I'm going to let these guys finish off the show and uh, we'll see you all next week. Thanks again, guys. Thanks for swinging by and all the best and go care boys. Yep. See you next time. Have a good have a good week, guys, and we'll see you in season three. Two Woo-hoo. weeks to the season. Two weeks. Yeah, baby. See you later. <laughs>